0: You are listening to AnswerCast. Hello and welcome to AnswerCast, a series of insightful conversations with leaders who are shaping the new world with their expertise and passion for technology, innovation, customer experience, global business models, marketing, strategy, and much more. Hi, this is Smita Hemigay, Head of Marketing Answer. Thank you, Vineet Mehta, site and technology leader at ANCO for coming to our current episode of AnswerCast, where one can get all their answers. Vineet, can you briefly introduce yourself and ANCO?
1: Thank you, Smita. Firstly, it's a pleasure to be on the AnswerCast with you today. Uh, I'm Vineet. I am the General Manager for Business Services and and Platform at ANCO. ANCO is the Global Capability Centre for Kmart Group Australia. Uh, which supports two iconic Australian retail brands, Kmart and Target. These are some of Australia's largest and fastest growing retailers who provide great value on trend products across apparel and general merchandise with a $9.1 billion annual revenue. We're part of West Farmers, one of Australia's leading conglomerate, and the Kmart group is headquartered in Melbourne and has offices in Hong Kong, China, Bangladesh, India, and Indonesia. Uh, my role at ANCO is to lead the business services and platform technology team, which encompasses of our capabilities in cyber, sites, and networks. It has all our engineering platforms around data, cloud, corporate systems. And uh, also, I head up the, the site at Bangalore.
0: Thanks, Vinit. Sounds like it's an exciting time at, for you and at ANCO. And in today's edition of AnswerCast, Vineet and I are going to be talking about how to demystify the journey to become a data driven enterprise. And so let's get started right away. The data is increasingly becoming valuable. And if you especially look at it from a business perspective lens, Uh, what we can uh, see is data can tell us a lot about a company's process, it talks about its activities, its performance, it also tells you whether it's moving. Uh, And or headed in the right direction. It talks about areas that can positively be improved. And it also guides you on how can you go about making those improvements. Standing at this cusp of this data transformation, it's, it's an extremely exciting period. And looking into the future, it becomes impossible to ignore its potential. And to go back to the topic that we're looking to discuss today, it's all about data-driven enterprises. And I think it's a jargon that's catching a lot of the ears and eyeballs when people write about this. It's basically an organization that has integrated data analysis uh, as its core of its business process. It also uses the insights it derives from all of this data and which kind of helps it to transform its business entirely. According to the latest research from McKinsey, They predict that by 2025, smart workflows and seamless interactions among humans and machine will likely become standard, and and it can be comparable to a corporate balance sheet. And most employees will use data to optimize every aspect of their work. And what we're going to be looking at is data embedded in every decision, interaction, and process. So with this exciting time that we're looking at, let's get started right away. We need on this topic, all global centers or, you know, they can also be called the captives, the global capability centers, the centers of excellence of large enterprises. All of them are looking to build capability and strategic capacity in the area of data, AI and ML. What do you think is actually fueling this
1: growth? Smith, a great question to get us uh, started. I think the investments in data and analytics uh, have been at its, its highest across the industry. The reason I see that is because I believe in today's competitive business landscape. It is actually all about having a deep understanding of the customer's behavior and preferences, engaging them smartly through multiple channels. It's about optimizing your supply chain to meet the consumer demand, And then a lot is about reducing cost of your doing business in today's uh, economic environment. And honestly, you cannot cannot even think of doing this without data and analytical capabilities. And hence, I think most companies actually did not have a choice but to start building these capabilities. And it's not just GCCs, but I think across the globe, uh, there's deep investment that we're seeing in data, AI, and ML. Uh, and you actually cannot survive without having access to these capabilities. For us at ANCO, I think this growth has been fueled by our approach uh, to have data analytics and AI embedded into each of our key strategic priorities, whether that's about understanding and engaging with our customers through a difficult COVID period or a futuristic program around personalization uh, you know, we've, we've put data behind all of these programs. We are looking to you know digitize and optimize our stores. Uh, if you've followed Anchor or the Kmart group, we've put robots in our stores. We have data and analytics on top of that that help us optimize our store operations. We're building a supply chain of the future, again, leveraging data and analytics. Um, and I think this has become more imperative for everyone in the in the industry than ever before.
0: That sounds exciting, uh, Vineet. Especially when you're talking about you know robots in a store and then looking at you know adding further intelligence on it. Um, but like the way I think there was this whole quote about data being the new oil. Um, a lot of people have said that data is passe. It's actually insights that enterprises want. And I want to understand your view in terms of how have teams that are sitting thousands of miles away in talent-rich hubs like India actually influencing operations back in the home country? Uh, what, What do you get to see? What trends? What insights? Any anecdotal stories that you can share with
1: us? Sure. Great question. I'll break this into two parts for you, Smith. I think the first one you asked me is, is data is a passé. Uh, and the second part of the question is probably how do we uh, influence, um, I wouldn't say headquarters, but you know how do we influence the business teams to leverage more data and analytics? O- on the first one, yes and no. I think data has always been a passé. I mean, what enterprises were after was insights and, and predictions. Uh, so in in that context, yes, data is a passe because it you know if you don't have actionable insights, there's not much value in them. Having said that, I think it it, it is garbage in garbage out. So if you don't have good data, you cannot have good uh, insights. So data is still very relevant for you to build the appropriate insights uh, and and predictions uh, that the company requires. In terms of influencing the the business team, I think the key thing is you, you've, you've got to make sure that your insights are actionable and they're not just you know, insights that cannot be used by the business team. To be able to build actionable insights, you then need to have a very good understanding of your business processes in key areas of your business. For example, for at, us at Anko, marketing, merchandising, inventory, finance, and store ops. And I think the start is about understanding the business problem with clarity on what would drive the right outcomes and improvements in the business is needed to influence the business uh, users at anko we also have a philosophy around you know always looking at things from a customer lens and that is a great way of influencing uh, outcomes and and use of data and analytics i would also advise that find some early wins and leverage them to build confidence and and demand from other business groups uh, it's a great way of uh, influencing other teams to to start repeating the success that you found probably in in one group
0: thanks thanks vinit and you know like like the way we spoke and you know with with all of this uh, the insights actually becoming key um you know how do you see uh, organizations on this journey when they are becoming a data driven enterprise are there a few key areas or areas to focus on that organizations need to have as part of their playbook when they're moving towards becoming a data-driven enterprise?
1: Very valid question, Smita, especially when you're starting uh, fresh on where do you focus. The What's worked well for us, I think is uh, ensuring that there's alignment between strategic business priorities and the programs between the data and analytics transformation Uh, we've always endeavored to prioritize ruthlessly with the focus being on value uh, and ensuring that the, the data and analytics efforts are actually focused on the right priorities across the business now having said that i think there's always you have to ensure when you're starting new that you need some quick runs on the board, you need to build confidence. Hence, you should pick up a couple of use cases that are impactful, feasible, and less complex. Do not try to boil the ocean when you just have started. Additionally, I think a lot of the insight-led transformations are actually honestly more about cultures than, than about technology. So build a culture Uh, of asking the right actionable insights and support of every decision or process that you have. And I think for me, this starts at the top. So the sponsorship and a deliberate focus on building this culture from the top has to be there. And the last I would say is in parallel, ensure there is a strong rigor around measurements, have KPIs for every initiative uh, that you're kickstarting, invest in parallel in measurement capabilities you know, fail fast and learn fast.
0: Thanks. Thanks, Vineet. And i would be very keen to understand uh, While a lot of it has been in terms of making and taking those steps. What's been some of the impact? What's the impact that you've seen, you know, since you've led some of these data initiatives across ANCO and for Kmart and Target in Australia? What's the impact that the team's been able to create from you?
1: We've seen a profound impact, at least at ANCO and, and, and the Kmart group. And just continuing from where I left the last question, it's been, uh, the biggest satisfaction for us is that we've seen the culture to change. Uh, everyone at ANCO has become hungry for more data or more insights. When they start something new uh, or they start looking at a customer problem, it is standard for us to now think of what data do we need? Or do we have the right insights before we take the decision. And from top to bottom, I think across our roles, whether it's our CEO or someone working in the stores, we've seen that culture change about where they feel they can get access to good data, they can get access to good insights and conscious effort to look at insights before we make any any decision. So the culture has definitely changed. We've also found great value in improving customer experience. Uh, and our day-to-day life for our customers. For example, we've managed to use analytics to improve our availability of items on on the store and online, which means if you're shopping with us, you're not disappointed by not finding the right product that you want at that point in time. We've managed to also focus internally and reduce cost of doing business by optimizing our supply chain, by optimizing our, our store operations, by optimizing our procurement spends. We've used uh, analytics in in very challenging spaces like shrinkage uh, to reduce, again, our cost of doing business and reduce shrinkage, uh, which again leads to better customer experience and availability. So right across the board, we've actually seen great improvements in improving experiences for our customer and for our own employees within the organization.
0: Thanks. Thanks, Vineet. So Vinit, we did talk about how organizations, um, you know, are increasingly becoming, um, you know, data-driven enterprises, but I want to switch gears and also talk about the talent landscape. And I think that talent landscape has changed over the last few years, especially when organizations have just moved from not just focusing on data, but actually focusing on insights and which also means the composition or the structure of teams have drastically evolved as well. Um, You know, as a data and a technology leader, what has been your view and how has this evolved over the last couple of years?
1: Smita, I'm so glad you asked that uh, question. Talent is, is extremely critical for you to be successful. In fact, your capability is only as good as as your team. So you have to make sure you hire well and you invest in the right talent. Has the talent landscape changed in the last few years? Uh, I think the answer is yes and no. No, because we still continue to hire and have on our team deep skills in statistics, which was always the, the case. But over the last couple of years, we've actually augmented it with also deep engineering skills in cloud, DevOps, automation to be able to build analytics for scale Uh, and then we also have hired talent around ux designing to improve the whole product and 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 customer experience around the the data and analytics products that we build in today's world we're also focused on getting the right ai uh, skills augmented into our team last but not the least having the right business skills on your team is still relevant earlier in the conversation we spoke about clearly understanding the business problems and the outcomes that will drive improvements. And you need talent or roles that sit within the business and clearly articulate that for other data scientists and engineers on your team.
0: Thanks, thanks Vineet. So I think that was an extremely insightful conversation. So to conclude some of the things that we've heard today on today's chat has predominantly been that organizations are awakening. Uh, And this is predominantly fueled by competition as well as, um, you know, organizations understanding and becoming synonymous to, you know, how they look at data. It's also seen that data is going to play an essential role in many, many digital transformation, um, you know, on the digital transformation journey. Companies are now understanding the potential that the insights um, as well as the quality of data that it's able to collect. Um, It's no wonder that uh, majority of the business strategies um, explicitly mention data to be one of the critical success factors when they're looking at 2023 and beyond. Uh, From our conversation with Vinit today, we realized that having the right data, ensuring that you're able to get actionable insights, looking at everything from a customer-centric lens, as well as ensuring that we're able to get... Some early wins, which are critical in establishing success, um, are key when you're looking to become a data-driven enterprise. And some of the key areas that we need kind of explicitly mentioned was ensure that you know to set up yourself for success. You look at early wins. You look at areas where uh, you know it's, it's fairly boxed. It's easy to go in and demonstrate you know the advantage or the potential of using insights to actually optimize the process. Data transformation is more about cultural transformation and not just about technology. And I think that's a great point. Uh, you know, it's also about ensuring that we have the right sponsorship at the right levels. We've got CXOs who are invested in so that, um, you know, there is clear ownership and there's clear data management policies, cleansing, maintenance, as well as insights that are applied back in the business. Ensuring that KPIs are clearly defined and they are tracked meticulously to report impact, I think um, are critical. I'm also thinking that, you know, with organizations looking to build global teams, it's also going to mean that uh, we're looking at upskilling, we're looking at adding strategic skills, we're looking at adding data scientists a lot more to the enterprises today, and a lot more to come, especially in the area when we're looking at organizations moving on this journey from not just looking at data but actually all of them being insight led or looking at them to transform into data-driven enterprises. So thank you Vinit for being on today's episode of AnswerCast. It was a pleasure to host you.
1: Thank you, Smitha. It's been a pleasure to be part of this answer cast. I loved uh, the interaction and the questions. If anyone's more interested uh, in this topic, we at Anko would be more than willing to partner and collaborate if needed. Thank you.
0: Thank you for tuning in. Please join us again for an exciting conversation with yet another leader answering the unanswered questions. Follow us on our social channels for the latest updates.